0: Hope I didn't scare that lady. Pretty interesting. I was walking down this road and this lady rode behind me, very wide road, and she was like, bicycle, and I was like, okay, it's like the size of a two-lane road, and I'm on the side. And she ended up being really nice, very quirky lady. Had a license plate with her name on it, she was blaring music, had yellow flags and stuff all over her, but she seemed really nice and cool. So, I felt bad for thinking that. I wish that I could do a documentary piece on her because she seems like a colorful, colorful character. So, anywho, it's been a long time since I made one of these and I know the first two kind of set up a format of spoken word over music stuff which may happen again the last one was just me rambling and I think I'm gonna just kinda jump formats like I think I talked about in the last one maybe sometimes it'll be interviews or series or little audio documentaries or whatever but more I guess in a way it's just like a journal, right? I guess it's, I don't know what you would call it. It's like, I'm just going to talk about my life and my opinions, which nobody gives a shit about, which don't matter anyway, but hey, it's fun and maybe somebody will enjoy the casual nature of this, or these types of conversations. So right now I am at Heritage Park in Taylor, Michigan. I called off work because my stomach has been super upset. I mean, this happened like six months ago and I ended up getting getting a bunch of, you know, scopes ran up my ass and down my throat and all that. And they, all they found was gastritis and they think I might have IBS, blah, blah, blah. Nobody cares, but you know, I got like anxiety problems and stuff. So I have been calling off quite a bit, but uh, I'm going a little bit crazy. So I took the day And I'm at my favorite place in Michigan as stated earlier, not Michigan, in my hometown, which is a suburban city called Taylor. And yeah, I'm in the park right now and there's a little spot, it's a really big park. There's a little spot behind it that is essentially forest with some paths cut through it. I'm on a concrete path now because it rained, but some nice dirt paths it's really windy out so i don't know how this is going to sound should be all right i'm kind of shielded by trees but i can hear the wind so it's october 22nd maybe i don't know um yeah i think it's the 22nd and i'm coming back here because i haven't been back here In a long time, there was. I was coming here a lot in the summertime, and then we had this outbreak of deadly mosquitoes at the end of the summer, so I haven't been getting a lot of exercise or peaceful time in nature that I seem to require to stay sane. So now that we've had the first frost, I'm Out here walking around again, and the leaves are changing. I've never been back here this time of year, I don't think, but it's nice, it's really not that cold. It's like 60, but hey, those mosquitoes are dead. That was just a scare anyway, I think. You know what, four or five people died here, but I guess that hasn't happened in a long time, so I was not gonna take my chances, especially with my anxiety issues. If I got bit by a mosquito, I would die mentally. You can hear a train that's coming from north line and allen road which is probably like a mile mile and a half from here because we're pretty pretty deep in the woods and walking to a little pond that I like to go to look at it it's this is the only natural place in this city so and it's actually pretty nice so nobody goes to this pond there's a the main part of the park is essentially a massive field. You know, people play soccer and stuff. It's a couple acres with a, like a mile long track that runs around it and then the woods sit in the back where you can enter them and nobody really goes back there. And I like that a lot more than just flat open field. So that's where I am. Some berries growing back here still. I usually bring my camera and do, you know, make little videos, but I'm so tired of making videos back here. It gets so boring. Recently, I've been doing uh, videos of other natural spots in the area, I guess you could say. Yeah, but I that, Guy just rode by on a bike, he probably thinks I'm crazy. And I'm kind of in an open area now, walking by the community college where the woods open up to get to the pond, which is back in the woods, but you got to cut through this little path to get to it. But like I was saying, apologize for the wind. Um, I've been making videos, you know, of just natural areas, just trying to make like peaceful. Calming videos of you know natural areas around here because I always felt there weren't any, but there are quite a few within a half an hour drive. Especially when you hit like a half hour mark, there's a lot of stuff in the surrounding areas. You know, in Ann Arbor, Burnham's in south of here. Newport, Michigan, Monroe, Michigan. A lot of nice stuff. So, if I haven't mentioned before, which you probably don't care about, um, the, I'm a videographer for a living. So that's why I like to go out and make little videos because I shoot so many weddings and you know things that aren't near and dear to me but it's more about money but it's nice to make people happy so it's not like I hate it But you know it's all dictated by the client and I play it kind of safe and stuff so it's nice to go out and do something that I enjoy and document it and I want to get into doing it more if I don't have you know cancer in my gut somewhere or something with this stomach pain <laughs> um, Yeah, so I want to do more of those kinds of videos for fun because, I don't know, I always thought it was really lame when people would do like landscape photography when I was younger. But now I really like it, like uh, maybe not landscape photography, but just nature videos with, you know, there's no talking head. I'm not sitting there and, you know, blabbing at the camera. There's just, you know, a little bit of music. Sometimes no music. I just like the sound of the wind. And just uh, some long takes of trees blowing in the wind and stuff like that. Not really long, maybe like 10 seconds, but I'm sure that'll change. I always think of it kind of as like making meditation videos in a way, but not, you know, a single thing. Sleep videos. You can watch those on Amazon or YouTube. Like a 10-hour video of just sound of waves or something like that I think something something equivalent but a little more engaging maybe say I've never really been back here in the fall I'm sure I have a couple times but it's more more in the winter and uh, it looks pretty nice the leaves I haven't wholly changed but there's a bunch of different shades of orange and yellow and green and brown, but not as much as there will be in a week or two. There's a weeping willow. We don't have a lot around here, right by the pond. I might take a dirt trail back through the thicker woods woods, woods, but uh, we got some some rain yesterday, so I don't know if I'm going to do that. My shoes aren't really cut out for stomping in the mud, but maybe I'll try to take a a walk that way. We are at the pond, coming down now. When you're at the pond, everything looks beautiful looking to the east, or the west. If you turn around, there's just a massive facility where firefighters train and shit like that, but... pond is very nice this is the best seat in the house in taylor there's another place called cone lake in heritage park but it's you know in the big field area there's like a little town and and, uh you know it's old buildings. not really a town but a little trail that goes around it's a man-made lake but i would call it more of a pond but people fish there catch and release and stuff but it's Really populated, and it's not nearly as beautiful as this pond back here, which I'm standing at right now. Eventually I want to get into uh, documentary filmmaking. I mean there's some fictional things that sound fun. But the older I get the more I just want to, I guess you could say document everyday people's lives and stuff like that. The wind over the pond's pretty bad so I had to turn around. It'll be a long pause because I'm going to look at it a little bit longer. And we'll get to the next section of this, I guess. we got some, uh, I think they're called cattails, like eight feet high, blowing around here. I see some leaves falling off in the distance of the tree. It's like a yellow. You know, I'm not an ecologist or an an arborist. (laughs) I don't know what the proper term is. I don't know shit about trees, put it that way. And there's another weeping willow I never noticed before. If you ever find my YouTube, you'll see this pond. Strange thing is the whole summer when I come up here, when I get to the shore, fish so close glaring at you like tens of fish (laughs) but i don't see any right now and it actually looks deeper there's a lot of like little rocks and shit. it almost actually looks like it looks deeper because the shoreline has went back I don't know. I figure in the colder weather the fish would be closer to the shore and not in the summer. must well. I guess they like the heat. They're cold blooded, right? You figure they'd still like the heat in the winter. There was a whole fuck ton of produce. You know. It's like a rhubarb, some carrots, tomatoes just laying out here. Right by the shore. Maybe it did sink up because it looks pretty wet. Maybe this stuff was originally in the water and the shoreline receded. It does look nice back here. I kind of wish I wasn't doing this right now because I feel obligated to talk. If you're going to drop dead, this is the place you'd want to drop dead around here not in the hospital, or your house, or your backyard. I feel like it'd be more peaceful to die in the woods. I might make a trek around to the backside of the pond and see if I can see anything, and hopefully get a little more. Uh, The wind will be at my back over there. (laughs) <laughs> I stepped on a fucking rhubarb or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know anything about vegetables either. But yeah, hopefully it's not muddy and I can get back here. All this damn rain. Pretty soon, all this will be dead. Just like me no, just <laughs> it's nice back here in the winter time though When you can kind of just see clear through the woods right now it's super dense up here uh, this is part of Michigan everything just grows and grows and grows not like up north or something where there's a little bit of breathing room and you can always kind of see through the woods at least 10 20 feet for the most part but here, not so much, not a lot of pine trees. I don't know if this is natural growth, this wood, or it was all kind of put here, but I would think most of it's natural. I thought I was gonna talk about you know, some kind of a subject, which is the point of all this. Keep it entertaining. You know, the theme of the podcast, I guess, is a comfortable life. And I guess the way that I see that is, that's all anybody's really searching for, at least anybody who's not an asshole, is to just be left alone and live in peace and pursue what they want to pursue. And I guess you could look at that broadly. We cover all kinds of topics. Politics, work, blah blah blah. Probably gonna talk about my wife a lot, I guess, or what I'm doing at the moment too, so it's just my podcast, alright? But I think that will still be an overarching concept of trying to find some kind of meaning in life. When I originally came up with the name A Comfortable Life, it was kind of mocking. You know, everybody goes to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week and they come home and they watch TV and they pass out and they do it again and they never see their families. And like, that's okay, everybody just accepts that. And that's kind of what I meant by a comfortable life. The podcast was going to try to be, you know, something outside of that. Something about, you know, I don't know, fringe things. I guess that's not the word, but alternative thinking and about the way the world is and maybe not trying to change it, but recognize and talk about how meaningless and fucked up the modern world is. Even though, you know, it's not like that for everybody. but just Some people are just so complacent to just be a, a regular guy in the suburbs, you know, working at a steel plant or something like that, around here at least. And it's like that in some form or another everywhere else. I don't even have to think about it. People just, I don't know. But that was kind of the original intention But I realized, you know, I too want to live a comfortable life, but in a different way. Maybe a different kind of comfortable life. And not necessarily in the woods. I like the city, too. love living in the city, but... The things that come with living in the city, that you have to do to live in the city, just seem like they're not worth it. Unless you have some kind of way of generating income. It doesn't require you to slave every day. I'd rather live a, you know a meager life, a meek life in the woods. That's not gonna happen. I, I do enjoy a little action too much, so. I guess there's some kind of balance that I have to find as well. And I don't adhere to any particular ideology or anything like that. I'm not trying to save the world or anything like that. I just like to document it and hopefully people come to their own conclusions about what they see. I can present the world as I see it from what I observe and hopefully get people to maybe not come to any particular conclusion but to recognize that something is amiss and to maybe get their wheels spinning come up with something. I don't know. That's why I figure, that's why I like documentary. I wouldn't want to do documentaries that force some kind of narrative down your throat, you know, or an opinion. Could be about a subject, but I would like to express all sides of opinion and stuff like that, I guess, but I don't really even like talking heads anymore into the observational cinema verite kind of documentary. just want to present what I've seen, you know, in a way that entices me, like I said earlier, and let the viewer draw their own conclusion. Perhaps I could do that with this podcast too. I don't know yet, it's still young. I don't really have an idea. and I might be dead anyway, so who knows? It might just be a fart in the wind. really pretty over here the water has definitely receded and there's the same vegetation here too not really vegetation I should say vegetables carrots and shit all over the mud where the water used to be so somebody was throwing this shit out here I don't know if that's a natural thing or not there's little red petals too it doesn't look like they're actually growing out of the ground though it's like they were left here i'm probably going to get murdered some freak living out here you could definitely get away with camping out here if you wanted to you know go through the brush and not make any kind of trail or path to walk through i'm sure you would leave some kind of evidence going through there. But it's super thick. You could be 10 feet back and nobody can see you through the brush. The water has really, really gone down. I'm talking like six feet of shoreline. I don't know if it's been drained or it's just a fall thing. I have no idea because I know the firefighters use this to train to pull out cars and stuff like that, like firefighter trainees, I guess you could say. I don't know. I'm getting tired of my life. Just in terms of doing the same thing every day. I wish I felt better, I feel trapped by Constantly feeling ill, mentally and physically, and I'd love to get out of here and go live somewhere else just for the the hell of it, and do another job or something. It's been so long. I lived in San Francisco about ten years ago. That's still like the highlight of my life. Being fucking twenty years old to twenty one years old, and I remember while I was there, I kind of hated it (laughs) in some ways, you know. I guess any city you live in, you're going to have things that you hate, but I, I do miss you know, being able to just go outside your door and you can always get into something. Always something going on. You're never, you can be alone, but you're alone amongst a lot of people, and that's kind of my favorite feeling. I always feel alone. But I like that. I don't really like to feel like a part of the crowd, but I, I like to walk in it, see what's going on, see what people are up to. Definitely would like to get some cheap property up in the UP or something too. Almost stepped on a rabbit. But that would be nice, you know, but I don't know if I can handle living like that, you know, like fucking walden or something. Could be fun, I don't know. It is very, very muddy back here. I don't know if it's a good idea to Make this trick. But we're going to try it anyway because why the hell not. But yeah, and I live by Detroit. Detroit's nice but it just doesn't feel like a real city in terms of, you know, the public transit, the density. There's spots like that but for the most part it's not. It's kind of sad. But I guess, you know, it is rebounding. Rich people are doing well, and people who can afford to pay $1,500 a month for rent are doing okay. Thanks for coming along on this walk with me. We're uh, heading... Back through those trails now, behind the pond. I'm braving the the mud. Thankfully, the ground is still pretty hard and my shoes aren't gonna be that messed up. Just be a little dirty on the bottom, but right around the corner here is where, when it does get wet, this is where it gets wet. So we'll find out. It's kind of grassy here. And I don't know, I would say, you tell me what you want me to talk about. But there is no you, at least at this point, it's just me uploading stuff and nobody's listening. Hopefully with quantity comes listenership, I guess you could say. So I'm just kind of thinking out loud here and letting future people, Get in on my brain. I hope I haven't said anything <laughs> that would offend anybody that I know. I don't think so. I'm trying to be chill about what I say in a way. Not really censoring myself, but I guess when I turn a tape recorder on, I have a different uh, way of speaking. Not as vulgar and such, I guess you could say. I feel quite humorless like this. It takes more energy to speak out loud what you're thinking. When you're thinking, you know, you laugh at your own jokes and shit, you're driving your car, thinking, you know, really fast. But with speaking out loud, it's just different the thoughts don't come as fluidly I guess you just kind of got to get used to it maybe they will You just ramble free association I'm in a clearing the wider trail that everybody walks on back here if they do come back here high winds again my mortal enemy today Wish I had some money so I could go somewhere. Most people have probably already skipped this episode. It's understandable. I'd probably skip this episode too. Maybe I'll start talking about some real shit and uh, make that a separate episode here in a minute. It's kind of phasing out now. I didn't think I'd be able to do this and enjoy the nature, but. I am, surprisingly. With a camera it's harder to do because you're so focused on getting good shots of leaves and branches and stuff like that. So you're kind of just done and you don't realize you've just walked, you know, a mile or two through the woods. But this is really a perfect day. Very beautiful back here, even in this open clearing. You know, leaves haven't really fallen, you know, but there's still this kind of constant, I guess you could say, dusting of just leaves floating in the air. My grandmother was telling me about this place that I had heard about before, but forgotten about, up in uh, Northern Michigan, Lower Peninsula. I guess they call it, or she called it. She might be full of shit. The Tunnel of Trees north of Petoskey to Mackinac City. I guess it's a place where the trees grow up and over the road, and it's a famous attraction. I'd heard about it, but I assumed that it was on the west side of the state on the shore of Lake Michigan, which Petoskey is, but I thought more closer to Traverse City. might just be another thing. I know there's, I think it's called M22, which is supposedly the most beautiful route in Michigan, a road, a state, interstate, state highway, state trunk highway, byway. like to see that one day. Last summer, which was really only two months ago, so I guess you could say this summer. It's weird that it's in the past now, but uh, Tara, my girlfriend, and myself. We went up to a place called Munising in the Upper Peninsula. There's a famous attraction there called the Pictured Rocks. It's a uh, you know federally designated national lakeshore. I guess there's only two of them in the United States, and that's one of them. Honestly, I don't know why I didn't Wikipedia what the other one was. So we went, my family has a cabin up north that I have grown to love more and more as I've gotten older. See, when I was a younger guy, even in my early 20s, I didn't really give a shit about the woods. It's always like a city person. And I still am, but I like both, like I said earlier. I just don't like the fucking suburbs. I'd like to live in a, you know, in the country, five miles outside of the city and I could still take a subway in town, but that's not gonna happen. Right? And I'd like to pay $40,000 for a 2,500 square foot house with two floors and a basement. That's not gonna happen either. So I'm fine with you know, getting a shit house, whatever. Any house is a good house these days. So hard to get by if you don't want to put your feet in the fucking fire and enjoy your life. I always feel like if you don't believe in an afterlife, which it's probably not real right? Maybe it is. Who knows? I'm not, I wouldn't, I don't consider myself to be a hard atheist, whatever that means. I'm open to the concept of God, but I guess the concept of God and an afterlife could be separate notions too. But anyways, what I'm getting at is if you don't believe in an afterlife, then this is heaven right now. So why would you waste your time, you know, slaving for other people, working basically your whole life all your waking hours you know there's seven days in a week you work eight hours five of those days maybe two or three of those hours you actually get to enjoy your time at home which is all spent recuperating from work even if it's fucking easy it just sucks and then you know to do something an employer. I guess I'm more anti-employment than I am work. I'm not against work. I'm against employment. But you have to be employed pretty much. The way the system works. But yeah, this is the afterlife. So, you know, if, if you died, right, and there was a heaven and you went to heaven, and the first thing that you saw was a now hiring sign, how pissed would you be? ruthless. So that's the way I look at, you know, right now. If this is heaven, why the fuck would you get a job? I mean, you have to. you got to do something to make money, but I try to encourage people and myself to try to find alternative ways to make money rather than wage labor. And even if it is entrepreneurship and you're still working 60 hours a week, at least you're making your own money and you reap the full benefit of what you do even though it's a lot harder, and I understand that, but you can't put a price on having the freedom to do what you want when you want. And if you can get to that level, then I guess it's worth it. So that's the sad reality <laughs> of life. So anyways, back to the Munising trip. We drove three and a half hours north to My family's cottage, which I guess is more of a cottage than a cabin. I hate the word cottage. Cottage. because you know, it's got multiple bedrooms. It's bigger than any of the houses that we live in. In a way, less spacious, but bigger. More smaller rooms, mini bedrooms and such. But, oh, it's really pretty back here. All the leaves are yellow or like a really light green and the are very tall trees. It's a different, it's a different look. Very pretty back here. I haven't been back in this side of the park in a long time. So we drove, we're we getting distracted. We drove up to the, the cottage and uh, from there, we went to Munising, which we'd been to the UP before, St. Ignace, which is right across the bridge. So it's barely the Upper Peninsula. This time, you know, we had wanted to go further in there and we went to Munising, which is another three, three and a half hour drive North from already being up North. Most of the drive is West because the UP is, you know, elongated horizontally, but it's fantastic. One of the best trips of my life. When I got there, it was just being, it was like being in another world. It almost looked like, you know, most of the UP was flat and wasn't significantly different from what it looks like around the cabin that we go to. And I actually prefer the terrain around the cabin to most of what I saw of the Eastern Upper Peninsula. But when I got to Munising, it, it looked like, like West Virginia, where my family's from, almost. Like, if you took a little West Virginia town, Just massive hills, you know, not as mountainy as West Virginia, but way more hilly than I've ever seen in Michigan. And, you know, placed right on Lake Superior, which would just look like this little ocean town, which is like would be a dream for me to live in something like that. Like a little city or a college town on the ocean, that would be perfect. I like college towns more than cities. I realize it's a good compromise. You still have the, usually, the beauty of nature, but you got a nice main street, and you can kind of just walk everywhere to get what you want instead of driving. I could see driving to work, but I really hate using a car all the fucking time. Just getting fat and shit. The bike lady is behind me again that I talked about in the very beginning of recording, so I hope she doesn't sneak up on me. She kind of stopped when she saw me. Dude, this is so, I wish you could see this. I feel like I'm in like Jurassic Park or something. <laughs> it's very, 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 very nice. This is the most beautiful I've seen it back here. This might be the most beautiful I've ever seen anything at Heritage Park. Massive trees, absolutely massive. Way different than other ones. I mean, these things are like 100, 200 feet high. The leaves are such a pretty yellow green color. So I can't really do a show because I get distracted. Back to (laughs) Munising. Yeah, they got the pictured rocks and they're like these huge cliffs. You know, that shoot up out of Lake Superior. They've been beaten for millions of years, I guess. Maybe not millions. I don't know when the Ice Age was. I'm sure that has a part to play. but we took a cruise there. It was fantastic. We got a campsite on the shores of Lake Superior right on the beach. The stars up there were great. Everything was just so nice. I would live there in a heartbeat, but those winters, man, I don't know if I could do it. But at least it's snowy up there. It's the one thing I hate about the winter here is there will be no snow, but it'll be, you know, negative 20 out. At least with the snow, it's pretty to look at, but it just looks like any other day, but frigid. No significant difference, except the trees are dead. Still see the fucking grass. It's just cold and gray. I always hear Metro Detroit it's one of the grayest, you know, it's just constantly cloudy places in the country which I hate. But it's home. I'd like to get some land out by Munising one day. And from what I've seen it, when I said that the Eastern UP is like flat and boring, kind of, like not as nice, I didn't say it was boring and flat, but it didn't look as pretty as, you know, where my family's cabin is in the upper, (laughs) the Northern Lower Peninsula. I had them off track. I don't know what I'm talking about. But what I mean to say is that yeah, once you hit Munising, you're like 40 miles from Marquette, it seems like it gets way more hilly and pretty in the western part of the UP, which I'd really like to see. The only problem is it's such a long drive. It's even further than going to West Virginia. You know, it's like six and a half hours or something. Not that bad, but still, you know, and there's this lady behind me. So. I'm going to stop talking for a minute. Because I don't want to look like a weirdo. She's probably already heard me. But I guess it's better than belonging. Looks like there's another trail back here I don't think I've ever taken. Pretty back here today. something about this that just calls me and it's weird because it never did before I always like going to West Virginia more than I like going up north up north kind of bored me when I was a kid but now it's just fascinating I don't really even stay at the cabin I just like to do long drives and look at everything this is just fucking great I would totally build a house out here if you could Kick everybody off, close up the public access, (laughs) and destroy this little resource we all got here. I don't want to go down this trail here. I don't know where it takes me. I'll start walking down it. Screw it. I'm playing hooky and I can't go home. Because people won't know why I'm not at work. I'll be questioned. At least if I stay another hour or two, I can get out of here and. uh, will not question it. I'll say I took a half day because I wasn't feeling well. I always see back here, there's like, people make like teepees. I wish I had my camera. I wish I was brave enough to not do a podcast and talk to a Fucking camera, one day maybe. I mean, I like doing this. I've always been fascinated by like audio only stuff, which I, my main thing has always been making music. You know, I've got many, many albums and stuff like that, so. I'm kind of privy to this audio format. I mean, I'm sure I'd probably rather work in audio anyway than do video, videos what sells. And, I like video, you know, I always like movies and stuff, but I think audio is closer to who I am as a guy, but... At least I've always thought that the more I've done video stuff, the more it's like resonating with me. Maybe it's just because I've been doing it a lot more. It was, video was always one of those things that I always liked and talked about. Hey, we'll go to film school or something. And even though I did kind of do that, I guess. But not, the more I've done video, the more it feels like a natural extension to myself. That's probably all it is. It just, Takes more time, and it is fun. People enjoy it more, I think, than just hearing me gla- uh, gab. So it's cool to have too. I like drawing and all that shit too. But music's the one thing that always came very easy, and I've always stuck with, and that most people know me for. But. I'd like to make like documentaries, personal documentaries, documentaries about everyday people. Like I said earlier, they might be kind of boring and just following around, but more like meditations on life. That's what I like. I wish I was using my camera because I am gonna venture over to this like, isn't even the right word. It doesn't even describe what this is. And I've seen them before, but I think that homeless people build them. But it's just like a hundred little trees stacked up against a big tree looking like a fucking open teepee. Somebody's got to be living in there. It even looks like there's a stump in there uses like a table. It's just too fascinating. I wish I was recording it. is like really something going on here. Got kind of spooked there. There's definitely somebody living in that. I saw a blanket and shit. It's pretty cool looking. I want to go in, but then I'm like, you know, that's somebody's house. Essentially, you know, it's like a shelter someone uses at night, probably. I saw blankets and stuff. Looks really cool. I would never report somebody or something like that, but I wouldn't want to be walking here at night. You know, I've seen the witch, you know what I'm saying? I wish I could, like, talk to this guy, and make a little movie about him. That's, like, pretty fucking fascinating. I think I'm actually lost. (laughs) I don't know how to get, that is so cool. I want to go in there, which I could, I don't think he's around, but I feel like it'd be a violation of his privacy. What a sweet idea. But now I am kind of scared because there's just random homeless guys walking around in here. I have totally drifted from my path. never thought I would get lost in the fucking woods behind Heritage Park. Well, if I cut back this way, I will hit where I'm looking to go. The bad thing is I kind of got to use the restroom from all this walking. It's crazy, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go back the other way and see if I can find the trail again. I had to, I ventured off. I don't even know what I was talking about anymore. It seems like I should leave a slip with my phone number. I mean, I guess he doesn't have a phone, but he can find me. I would love to hang out with this guy. Ah, this is the trail. My dumb ass. Man, it's just so sweet. I wish I could describe it. But I didn't want to run there. someone sleeping in there and fucking attacking me. Yeah, that made this trip really fucking eventful. It's so beautiful in here right now. Someone's just living in the woods in a fucking like dope ass TP. I just wanna get back to my car though now. We're back on the big trail. This has done wonders for my gut, I think, this walk. I want to come back here later. I wish Tara didn't get off work so late. She's got the house to herself, her parents are going out of town, So we're gonna stay there and, uh, you know, have a house. That'll be sweet, right? I love that, having a house. Sucks too about my stomach problems and I got to call off so much and shit and it's like, I can't raise any goddamn money. And it probably is all in my head or something, I don't know. Either it's all in my head or I'm going to die. I'll never know what it's like to have a house. And these trees are just fucking awesome. I don't know why anybody would mess with those people who wanted to have like a TP house like that. I mean, I guess I could see if there's like, it's not a really big spot, you know, just a couple acres probably. I and mean, then if you had like 10 homeless people living out here, it'd be like, all right, people would be intimidated, I guess. And it is a public park, but. It is kind of shielded, but it's not really a, Doesn't seem like a good spot just for some reason, but it is a good spot because it's really pretty. I don't know what you would call these forests. The strange thing with uh, <laughs> this part of the woods, the trees is, are just so different. I'm walking into a, a more brushy part of the woods. You could see through the woods back here. These fun, the funny thing is these trees, now that I look at them, it's the same kind of trees that my grandmother had in her front yard. She had one of them. I loved it when I was a kid. I always played with the tree, which sounds like a weird thing, I guess. You couldn't climb it or anything because the branches didn't start until like 20 something feet off the ground. But one day I'll find out what kind of trees these are. That'd be fascinating to know that because these are the same kind of tree. Maybe that's why I'm having that response, but I think these are my favorite trees. But I don't know what the hell they are. They have this really deep rigid bark. You can you know you can stick almost half your finger into the ridges. And you can you can pull the bark off with your bare hands. I don't know if that's a good description, but it's fantastic. So pretty. Wow, and now I'm back out to the big trail where all the joggers were on. Of talk about more interesting things but I didn't. He just kind of followed me on a walk in the woods. Not as exciting as previous first two episodes. The third one was kind of similar to this but not nearly as long and incoherent. But this is what you get. It'll be more focused next time I suppose. Or maybe it won't be is uh, my little audio diary for the day. Thanks for listening.